Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, friends. Dwight Beal here with Spencer Emmons. It is Friday. Oh, what is the date? It's Friday the 4th, Friday, March 4. I was on the wrong page. And this is our last time together. So thanks again for doing this, Spencer. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. And when we weren't recording, I was just telling Spencer that it's such a pleasure to talk to somebody about these scriptures because it's so clear that, Spencer, you've, you've spent time in the Word. You know, you've yeah. spent time hiding the word in your heart. Yeah. You know, and I just, I love that. And I want to be more like that. Man, it, it, it's a lifesaver, I tell you. <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> you. It's, it's been uh, quite an experience, man. I'm telling when you. When your life depends oh, man. on God. When God is all you got, you got quite enough. <laughs> man. man, that's so good. Uh, well, let's jump into this passage. Now, on the Bible reading plan list, it just simply says Mark 9, the whole chapter, Mark 9. We've learned from experience. I learned a month or so ago with, with Brian Reese that reading through the entire chapter, it takes a while. So instead, just focus on one story within the chapter of Mark chapter 9. And we're going to focus on the story of the man who brought a demon-possessed boy to Jesus to be healed. So it's Mark 9, verses 4 to 29. 14. I'm sorry, 14 to 29. That's fine. Spencer, would you be willing to read it for us? Certainly. And when they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and scribes arguing with them. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to him and greeted him. And he asked them, What are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And he answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him, and when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And it has often cast him into fire, into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can... All things are possible for one who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said, I believe, help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out and the boy was like a corpse, so that most of them said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up. 
And he arose, and when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. This is so rich here. So what jumps out to you? What jumps out to me is like how, how this young person was afflicted with an evil spirit. And as soon as the father brought him to Jesus, the spirit causes him to act out yet mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. to ma- to manifest somehow. Mm-hmm. But, um, but also how, like the way in which Jesus handles it. Yeah. I've been, I have been unbelieving before, uh, obviously, you know, and I believe I know who Jesus is, but I've been unbelieving and not experiencing what Jesus has for me ultimately. Hmm. Like when Jesus says, Oh, unbelieving generation, how long do I have to put up with you? <laughs> I qualify for that one. <laughs> I, right. I, I have qualified for that one. But we're all in that boat, man. At some point, or we're in that boat. Yeah. But um, the way in which Jesus compassionately helps, hmm. the way in which Jesus compassionately helps this young, this young person, how he treats his dad even you know and um i I, let me see uh jesus asked his father in verse 21 how long has this been happening to him Mm -hmm. and he said from childhood it has often cast him into the fire and into water to destroy him Uh, but if you can do anything have compassion on us and help us and, and I like the way Jesus responds there. And he says, if you can, mm-hmm. if, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes, you know, it's kind of goes back to the passage that we just read yesterday. Mm-hmm. That uh, if you are the son of God, mm. if <laughs> there, there is no, if, <laughs> if you were divided against yourself, you going down, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, so yeah, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. Mm-hmm. Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, mm. believe if you can. Yes. E- even if you're unbelieving, God is, God sometimes welcomes an honest unbeliever. Mm. You know, even the doubter Thomas, mm-hmm. he chose Thomas for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, he chose that disciple for a reason. And they called him the doubter. Now, that's fine. I, yep. Who cares? Who cares what you call him as long as you're a disciple? He eventually <laughs> became a, a believer. Yep. You are a disciple. Yep. You're a disciple and you're chosen yep. by God. You know, and, and don't you love that quick little statement by the Father? Uh, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Yeah. I believe I know who you are and I believe I know what you came to do. Mm-hmm. But if you can do something to help us. Yeah. And I'm not sure I fully believe it yet. Right. And, and Jesus that's, honored that. That's fine. Yeah, it is fine. I love it. I also love how he says, well, you know, the, the disciples could not drive out the demon, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Jesus shows up, casts it out, right. and they say, why couldn't we do that? And Jesus says, this kind comes out only by prayer. And in my Bible, in that's parenthetically, it says, and fasting. Prayer and fasting, yeah. Which takes me back to our passage from yesterday where Jesus went into the wilderness for 40 days and he, and he went without food. And you got to believe that a lot of prayer went on. 
I know that there's a lot to be said about uh, like like uh, deprivation, if you will, whether it's uh, appetite deprivation, sight deprivation, hearing deprivation, and then experiencing those things once again, speech deprivation, those things, you know, just uh, like being alone, if you will. Yes. You know, I've, I've, I've had experience in these areas, you know, mm-hmm. but, but God is with, there's a withness of, of God being with you in those situations, yes. you know, and, and even sometimes more with you yeah. than if you were indulging in the things that you can hear, see, and taste and touch. I know that when I went, I've gone without speech for a period of time. But in those moments that God, God was opening my ears, mm-hmm. op- opening not just my inner ear, not the, not the physical ear, but opening yeah. my ears. So I just, I'm convicted by this, that we need to spend more time in the desert with God in prayer if we want to have more of a command over the powers of evil. Yeah. The Bible points out that sometimes how Jesus often resorted to wilderness places to pray. Mm-hmm. He often went, that was an often thing. That was This was not an abnormal thing. This was a thing that Jesus did. He went off into the wilderness to pray and be with his father. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get the power to do such things and to be sustained even. Yeah. So, total topic shift. At the beginning of this passage, Mm -hmm. it says that Jesus came on a scene Mm -hmm. where they were arguing. Mm. Right. And he says, what are you arguing about? And they immediately changed the subject. They didn't even address his question at that point. So, it kind of leaves you wondering. What were they arguing about? What were they arguing about? (laughs) Well, if you read on, going past the Bible reading plan... But it says they came to Capernaum when he was in the house and, he, and Jesus asked them, so what were you arguing about on the road? And they were quiet because they were arguing about who was the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's me, I'm Peter. <laughs> and, and here's what I love about this. Sitting down, Jesus called the 12 and said, if anyone wants to be first, he must be the very last and the servant of all. He... I love that Jesus didn't rebuke them for arguing about, he didn't didn't say, you bunch of egomaniacs, what is your problem? Instead, he says, you want to know how to be the greatest? Serve. I'll tell you how to be the greatest. Mm. You be a servant of all. Mm -hmm. And then modeled it as well. And then he modeled it. So anyway, I I didn't want to finish today's episode without... It was a cliffhanger. It was, it was a, a cliffhanger. cliffhanger. <laughs> exactly. And and it's it's a subtle cliffhanger because you kind of forget about it once you uh-huh. get into the story about right. the, the father. Because you're on the rabbit trail now. <laughs> right. You're on the rabbit trail now. But I love how they bring that back around and, and uh, conclude that. Well, speaking of bringing it back around, mm-hmm. Spencer, this has just been super fun doing this with you. Thanks for who you are, for being a man of the word for being a man who's mm-hmm. transparent mm-hmm. about his own journey mm-hmm. and about how when God is all you have. You got enough. You've got enough. You got enough. Yeah. He's all you need. He is all you need. Yeah. 
Is there a parting blessing that you would like to speak over mm. our listeners? And you can tap into any of the passages that we read or just anything that's in your heart. May God show you who you are if you don't know who you are. Hmm. May God give you the faith to believe who he is. Amen. If you don't know entirely who he is, uh, may you come to know him uh, in a real and a deep way. May you be fathered and reared, nurtured by God, by his spirit, by fellowship in the, in the body of Christ. Hmm. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you. Thank you.